Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, Bulls fans, unfortunately, we're coming talking about an L. The Bulls just could not overcome the double team, the defensive scheme, and the size of the Toronto Raptors. They end up dropping this game by nine points. We're going to break it all down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Uh, there's so much in this game that we can point to being wrong, but the biggest thing is it's going to be the second chance points. The Bulls just getting outworked. There's just sometimes where the you can't overcome the size, and that's what happened in this game. When you really look at it, the size and the length of the Toronto Raptors is really what caused the Bulls to lose to lose this game. Uh, when you look at the rebounds, losing the rebounding battle by six. Uh, when you look at uh, points in the paint, the Toronto Raptors sixty-two points in the paint to the Chicago Bulls thirty-eight. Things like that are just going to make it so difficult for the Bulls to be able to win games. And uh, second chance points, I think there are over 50 second chance points or something like that. Like, it was just, this was just a tough game for the Chicago Bulls down the stretch. On top of that, the mistakes made um, uh, down the stretch by certain Bulls players, uh, not shooting the ball well at all, 45% from the field, 36% from three-point range. Overall, in this game, when we look at the determining factor, it's really just the size of the Toronto Raptors and the Bulls not knowing how to attack when double team, DeMar not passing out of a double team uh, correctly in some instances. Those are the things that really hurt this team and just being unable to contain Fred Van, Van Fleet, who has a 30-point game in this game and the Bulls just did not have enough. They did not execute well enough to win this game. This was not a game in which... Like, I'm not even going to say a bunch of positive from this game. Just at the end of the day, what happened with this is that the Bulls just players, just, they just did not perform. They didn't perform. Now, DeMar DeRozan only taking nine shots but getting 20 points. Vooch chipping in 18 points on 13 shots, 12 a rebound, six assists, one block from him. Iota Sumo, who came on during a stretch to start scoring, ends up with 15 points. There are certain times where Io just was not hitting open shots either. And then Javante Green, uh, Drogic both getting double digits off the bench. Uh, uh, Derek Jones Jr. coming in, trying to do the energy things he usually does. And Dalen Terry in his time, 10 minutes in this game, two for two from the field, also having a rebound and assist, a steal, and a block in that time, getting active. Hopefully this is a building block game for Dalen Terry as well. But at the end of the day, the Bulls did not shoot the ball well enough. That's everybody, Patrick Williams included, even though he took 16 shots in this game, got 13.7 rebounds, one assist, and two blocks. He was playing with, uh, with foul trouble since, like, I think late in the second, early in the third, something like that. Um, didn't foul out in this game, but... Listen, 
The things that hurt this this team a lot in this one, Alice Caruso's poor shooting, 1 for 11, 0 for 6 from three-point range. About four of those three-pointers were open at that. This is definitely a game that would look different with Zach Levine or even Kobe White, I think, out there as well. Just a, another surefire shooter, but... The Bulls just didn't play play well enough. They didn't execute well enough in any facet of the game, I think, in this one. We can point to certain stretches where they look good, but overall, just as a total game, the team just did not look good. They came out flat. They didn't know how to, like I said, attack the double team. Uh, DeMar, like, once when they started double teaming DeMar when they did, like, you can just tell it kind of flustered what the Chicago Bulls did, and they, they drastically needed somebody else to start hitting big shots. And Vooch started at a certain point. Everybody kind of hit one during different times where it seemed like we were going to catch the momentum, but we ended up losing it. Like, just getting out-rebounded, out, out-worked on the boards. I don't know how many times the Bulls end up, like, forcing them into a bad shot. They missed the shot, and then they missed the long, or a couple of long rebounds, and then it ends up eventually with a wide-open dunk. Like, things like that. Losing the ball in transition, easy transition buckets for the Toronto Raptors. That type of thing completely killed this team. Completely killed this team. Now, we face them again tomorrow night. Hopefully, we get a better showing from them tomorrow. But way better than this. Hopefully, Zach Levine plays in that game. But this is the type of performance that the Bulls give that leaves so much to be desired. It's going to hurt the team so bad to keep playing like this. Like, it just is. Like, at the end of the day, it's I'm not just going to blame it on Drum. Like, Drummond, Zach. Even Kobe in this game, you can see a route in which all three of them or one of the three of them or two of the three of them being in this game completely changes this game. But at the end of the day, this Bulls team has to execute because this was still a winnable game. Even with all this, all the stuff that they did wrong down the stretch, this was still a very winnable game for the Chicago Bulls. They just did not execute well enough to get it done. They didn't. And that's just that's just boiled down to it. They just did not do enough. PB and Patch, we choked in the late game, had momentum, lost it with the missed shots and turnovers and the inability to secure a defensive rebound. Bro, I fucking hate this team some nights. Getting outplayed is one thing, but getting out hustled, man. Listen, that's just what it boiled down to. I want Caruso to be good so bad, but to be honest, he's a big reason why we lost. Listen, when when you have in, in Alice Caruso filling in, in the starting shooting guard spot, I said it at the, uh, at the pregame. At that point, you need to make it a defensive game. That's what you have to make it. The Bulls did not do that. They did not execute well enough on defense to do that. And he's not going to – like, at the end of the day, we know who Alice Caruso is. He is not a volume shooter. That's just not who he is. And while we keep allowing him to try to be that or we keep trying to make him that, you're going to fail every single time. We do need more shooting on this team. We do need those type of things. But I tell you what, if we're not getting it um, from him – the Bulls may, like I said before, I know Kobe isn't healthy, but the Bulls really may need to look at starting Kobe when Zach has to sit games because Caruso, while he does bring a lot of things defensively, he brings a lot of things hustle-wise, and I love his grit and determination, the shooting from Alice Caruso is killing us. It is killing us. Alana, uh, our turnovers in the last three minutes cost us the game. We legit had four turnovers in a row. Absolutely. While we were trying to gain the momentum. I'm sorry, but I have to put this on Billy Donovan because when you wait to make changes or you make changes when things are going your way, it's crazy. I, well, I can see things that Billy Donovan tried to do to make adjustments. Were they successful still? No. But also, I just think that this team just was not executing correctly. Yeah, them turnovers are wild, and Toronto fought hard uh, for the offensive rebounds. They were because that that they knew that's where they can outwork outwork the Chicago Bulls on. Their length completely killed us on the boards tonight. 26 second chance points. That's bananas, fam. Bananas. 23 offensive rebounds. That's crazy. Cap lives in the building. This team is so frustrating at times. Literally look like when the little kid plays with adults. Man. 
Yo, hey, is Caruso's becoming an offensive liability for us out there? It's clear Billy values his defense more than Drogic's offense. Drogic's got his back in the game, but he didn't play late. Why? I agree. When you, especially when you look at this is that is a Billy Donovan thing because when you look at yes, I get it. I get having the mindset of we need Caruso's grit, but when you look at the way that they were double teaming Demar, having a surefire shooter out there with Drogic made more sense to me than Alice Caruso at that during that time. Our guys played better defense but didn't hit the boards hard enough and, and a lot of mistakes tonight. Yes, absolutely. Yalilia? You got to phonetically spell it for me because I want to get your name right. Derrick Jones Jr., a second-best rim protector behind Drummond. Oh, uh, well, I would say it seems like Patrick, Patrick. If you look at Patrick Williams' block rate the last few games, he's starting to he's starting to time his blocks a little bit better. But I'll say yes, Derrick Jones Jr. is definitely our second-best rim protector. Uh, Bulls had five point lead, and you take P. Wold out, ki- killed our momentum. Listen, I understand, like I under- especially with with foul trouble, I understand it. But we needed size out there. We needed size, and we didn't have it. Forever and Fleet literally had one point in the last game, and then he goes on and torches us. This keeps happening to the Bulls. Listen, it is what it is, man. That is that has always been a thing with this team. No, we don't. And need is a strong word. No, we don't need, and it's not happening. Look at this Bulls roster. Look at the contracts. It's not happening. That the trade for those two is not happening. So you might as well get over on that. That's a stupid. This is a stupid comment. Just dumb because Vooch has hardly played like a bum this season, and he's been our most consistent. He's been more consistent than Demar, and more consistent than Zach Levine. Go and look at it. Nikola Vucevic on both sides of the ball has been more consistent than either one of those players. You got to actually watch the game and stop watching box scores because there's no way in hell you, you can tell me you actually watch basketball and you're sitting there calling Vooch a bum and you think the Bulls aren't re-signing him. The Bulls are absolutely re-signing Nikola Vucevic unless he turns it down. But it ain't going to be because the Bulls aren't going to try to re-sign him. So that's stupid. That was idiotic. I'm sorry. That was a dumbass comment. I'm just going to be flat out with it. That, sir, was a dumbass comment. Knock on wood, but based off the Bulls' luck, by the time Drummond comes back, someone else will get injured and we have no size. Well, keep in mind, Drummond's the only one that has a size. So unless it's Vooch, we still, it's still going to add more size. It can be Derrick Jones Jr. who almost missed this game. It can be Javante. It's not going to affect our size like missing Andre Drummond. The only other player that we can miss that will affect that like Andre Drummond is Nikola Vucevic. MC season, Zach should be playing at least 8 to 10 minutes. This person alone would have helped a lot. It would have definitely – because they – even if Zach wasn't playing well, they wouldn't have left Zach open like they really. They were daring Alex Caruso to shoot. Definitely daring him to shoot. Let's see. Again, you got you got to know what uh, uh, NBA medical staff does nothing except look at it and say, "Oh, we're going to send you to the doctor." I think people think that the medical staff of teams do more than what they do. They can't prescribe anything. They can't diagnose anything. Literally, what they do is they may do an initial MRI, send it to the doc- to the actual doctors, and wait for them to come back. A, a a medical staff really doesn't do anything. Like as far as like they identify some things, but they, again, they can't prescribe. They can't diagnose. They don't do surgeries. They don't even come out with workout plans. They do some pre- pre- some preventative things, but keep in mind the injuries that the Chicago Bulls had are nothing that a medical staff can stop. A meniscus tearing is nothing a medical staff can stop. Andre Drummond falling and hitting his shoulder and neck is nothing a medical staff can stop. Zach Levine having offseason knee surgery is nothing a medical staff can stop. I think some people think that a that a, a NBA medical staff does more than what it actually does. I love what Patrick uh, what Patrick did. Like what he did was amazing. P. Will. I I I I am appreciative that after last game and him missing that shot 
the traveling violations, things like that. He still came out tonight and was aggressive on both sides of the ball. Very aggressive. Getting getting into the hip of um, Scotty Barnes at times, who did not have an effective game. Keep in mind, yes, he did score 19 points, but he scored 19 points on 19 shots. That's not an efficient game. Patrick Williams, on the other hand, scored 13 points and 16 shots. Not efficient there either, but Patrick Williams was very active, getting after it on defense and offense. Caruso regressed everything. Hey, you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. Sweaty bloke, there's a lot of times where everyone just stands around on the perimeter. You're absolutely right. And the, and the Bulls need to fix that. They need to take a look at that and fix that. To be uh, honest, I hate the losses, but I'm super happy to see that this isn't last season's team. We're getting good bench production. and would have probably lost this by 30 if this were April or May of last season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great point there. The Raptors had seven guys uh, who are legit 6'7 or taller. And keep in mind, that too with almost seven-foot wingspans from all of them. That's the type of roster AK is trying to build here. And I, I for one, would love it. But we need to see it come along. Leah? Leah? Yaliyah? Okay. All right. Mike Smith says he's done. I'll tell you what right now. You're not done. You're a C Red Bulls fan. If you were done, you wouldn't be in this chat typing it. You would just be done. And I don't even say that to talk shit. Like, I've been there. We've all been there as Bulls fans. But if you're here typing, you're not done. You're not done. Billy Donald should have played uh, this game like he played Brooklyn Nets game where Alex Caruso and Io took turns playing uh, Fred Van Fleek. Um, why, are you, why do you not know how to spell this man's name, bro? Like, what is so hard about spelling? This man cooked us. The least you can do is spell his name right, bro. Well, again, we don't have the open roster spot, too, and they're not going to do something just for now. They're going to try to weather it out. It's not going to happen. The Dwight Howard thing is not happening. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, shit. AC better not become our Russell Westbrook. God damn, bro. These comments are pathetic. Hey, you knew they were coming, bro. Especially after a loss like this. What? See, this just call me ID. You must not understand what coaching does to basketball. This was a lack of planning. Yes, the players aren't playing good basketball, but it's Billy's fault because he's the, what do you think the coach does? I'm just I'm just for a question. What do you think the purpose of a of an NBA coach is? You think that the coach just sits there and just is like, oh, you guys are playing good, cool, cool, cool. You can't blame a coach when a team or not blame a coach when a team plays bad and then blame them when they play good, right? Or give them credit when they play good. This is absolutely part of this fault is on Billy. The game plan that you can tell out there, they had no game plan at all for a double team. When the double team comes, there should have been a methodology of you guys move without the ball, right? Or when the when the, we're, we're going to try to force a switch on the switch, they're going to they're going to double Demar because at that point if we switch, he's in the mid range. They're going to double him. This is how it opens up. This is me sitting here from my studio in my house doing this. So a coach absolutely is to blame when you have no game plan to combat a, a double team. So no, I'm sorry. Part of the reason the players weren't playing good basketball is because the coach didn't have a good concept, scheme, or adjustments to what the other team was doing. Joe the Blacksmith, frustrating for sure, but the silver lining of this game is that with slightly better execution, we win the game without Zach, Andre, Kobe, and Zoe. I mean, I guess I get what you're saying there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the medical staff fault that Zach Collins slammed uh, Drummond on his neck. Exactly. Like, come on. Exactly. You know what? The fact that we couldn't figure out the double team, to Ryan's point here, on it reminds me of last season where the Spurs killed us with a simple pick and roll the whole game. The simple, like, seriously. Yulia. 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 I got you. Okay, that makes sense. I got you now. MC season, another great point. Everybody complaining about small. Exactly. Billy uses the best players on the roster. 
I don't want to hear nothing about Tony Bradley or Marco Simonovich because they suck. There's nothing they would have done to change this game, even with their size. Now, I won't, won't, I won't lie. Considering how bad the Bulls were getting out rebounded, at one point, I probably would have tried and given Tony Bradley a four-minute stretch to see if it changes at all. Would have definitely tried that. With how bad we were getting out rebounded in this game specifically, would have tried it to see, hey, Tony, go out there and get us some rebounds. Even if you go after him hard and you foul, get three fouls in the next four minutes, cool. We don't really need you. I would have tried a little something like that without having Drummond out there. A little bit. Brendan L. Jett, again. Uh, the game plan was on Billy. They doubled DeMar all game. And you don't adjust. Yeah, that's on coach. Yeah, that's it's bad. It's bad. Uh, double duty today, bro. Bulls and Bears played today. So not only did we do a live call and a halftime hangout and a post-game show for Bears, then I came over here. I did my mailbag early this morning, my pregame and my halftime hangout, and now I'm doing post-game. So this is my seventh video today, and I still got to go do Locked on Bulls after this. There was No, there was no game plan. And see, this, this, this is where me and Pat differ at with a lot of things, is that Pat is he, – he doesn't like blaming coaching. He doesn't. But no, there was no that was no game plan. No, that was not a game plan. There was no type of methodology when Demar got doubled. Every single time Demar got doubled, it, it was people were just watching. And then the passes Demar would make, you can tell he was looking like I don't know where people are going to be. If there was a game plan, if there was a coaching game plan to how they were going to operate with the double team, Demar would have known. All right, once they come with a double, AC is going to be over here. Let me get the ball to AC. There was not a game plan, and maybe if there was a game plan, if there was a game plan, it was a shitty one. It wasn't one that actually did anything to the double team. Corner three, bro. This was on Billy. Billy played a big part. Marco and Bradley are like having King Kong in an emergency to fight Godzilla. Sure, uh, he will fight him, but the city is fucked. I don't even think it's that, right? I don't even think it's that because King, like, King Kong does damage. Tony Bradley and Marco are not, they're getting the damage done to them. Like, that's what it is. Like, legit, like, like Tony, I mean, Tony Bradley and Marco at this point are like, if Thanos came in and you literally called, I don't even know, the kid from Iron Man 3. Just the kid. Just the kid from Iron Man 3. No armor, no nothing, no no tools, no tech. Just called the kid and was like, hey, kid, Thanos is in town, man. I need you to come whoop his ass. Yeah, he got, he got all the Infinity Stones. We don't got no Iron Man armor for you. We ain't got none of that shit. But I need you to come up and uh, kick Thanos' ass. You got him? That's literally what, what bringing him in is going to do. Hayes, do you think they'll fire Billy anytime? No, no they're going to let – I told you guys. They're going to they're gonna let him ride it out. They're going to let Billy Donovan ride it out. There's no point in cutting a, a – keep in mind, you cut a coach, they're going to have to um, still pay him that last year. And with as cheap as this ownership is, one year they're going to be like, hey, let's go ahead and try it out this one. Even if they do want to let him go, rather than pay two head coaches – for the same time. I don't understand how they could fig figure it out. The double team, that's all Toronto does besides switching. Frustrating. So, listen, but Toronto Raptors' ability to switch is something special. Because you have all players out there, except for Ed Van Fleet, that are tall, tall for their position. Even, uh, let me not say all of them, because their starting center is, what, 6'9". Um, but they all have these, like, huge 6'11", 6'10", 7'1", wingspans. And it's just ridiculous, bro. How about those Dale and uh, Terry energy plays? Tip of the iceberg. Nice to see him getting a little, like, 10 minutes out there. Was very active getting at it. Solid. Uh, when you look, 10 minutes, two for two from the field, one rebound, one assist, one steal, one block, one turnover. He had a plus minus of plus one. That's kind of what you expect from Dalen Terry. Not necessarily those low of numbers if he plays more minutes, but it to just be a bunch of stuff spread out over the, over the box score with him. 
I'll tell you what, Nikola Mirotic is never coming back to – I think he said as much. He's never coming back to the NBA in the States. Never coming back. He's a star over there, an MVP-level player over there. He's not coming back over here to deal with getting punched in the face. Uh, if I was Billy, I would take this entire game film and throw it in AK's death. You expect my team to compete against 67% of the team's roster 6-7 and above. Amen. But but let's be clear here, though. Brandon Eljet, to be fair, Drummond being out there, it's a completely different thing. It's a completely different thing. We don't know for sure. We can assume that, but nothing's ever for sure with this Chicago Bulls team. Lance Parker, I tell you what, that's not going to yield anything better at all. If anything, people are going to get more frustrated. Plus, Mark Jackson is never going to get another head coaching position, ever. I feel like everyone just wants the ball, and the point is that they, Zach Levine, $220 million, he's not playing that good yet. Well, he's coming back from injury. We understand why Zach Levine isn't playing like Zach Levine right now. He's not. He said it. He's not 100%. Now, again, that can only get off so long, but it kind of is what it is there. I feel like ever since Billy Donovan became our coach, our defense requires too much unnecessary. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C double teaming where it leaves three wide open three pointers open uh no i wouldn't say that per se i wouldn't say that when we were at our best defensively last season we weren't doubling a lot we weren't double, we were rotating a lot we were getting out in transition but we weren't doubling a lot uh see this is where people get reactive did you see how many other point guards iowa shut down this is this is this is a dumb comment this is another dumb comment this is this is why this is this is why people don't who don't watch the games expose themselves every time this was a dumb comment. Don't be like K2 Clips. Be intelligent. Be smart. Don't be like this. Do y'all think Bulls as a team are cursed by injuries since we're dominated, we dominated the league in the 90s, so basketball saying, no, nah, y'all chill out for a cool little minute. No, nah, listen, it's just the luck of the draw, man. It is what it is. Coaching sucks. The Raptors just keep doing the same defense every time the first and no adjustments were made. Exactly. <laughs> Life, I.O. baby, uh, Trey and Kyrie, this dude is tripping. Yeah. 
It, it is what it is. It's just weird. Travis Andrew says, uh, Billy Donovan is a good college basketball coach, not an NBA coach. No, he's still a good NBA coach. I've always said this. Like, Billy Donovan still, keep in mind, he taught this team how to win. He changed the culture here. He, he actually got a, a offense together that per, really put, puts a lot of players in good position. He's not a perfect coach. Is he a great coach? No, I wouldn't say he's a great coach either. But Billy Donovan is a good NBA coach. He's a good NBA coach. Uh, I.O. just held Kyrie Irving to four points. Motherfuckers talking about some fucking Fred Van Fleet. Uh, that man just had a bad game. That's it. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The Bulls need Lanzo back. Who the hell is Lanzo? Lanzo Calrillian from Star Wars? I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Childish Gambino out there for a couple of plays. Io had a decent game, to be honest. I wish he scooped more to the basket. He had like two or three layups in the beginning of the fourth quarter, I believe, and then just stopped. Yeah, the penetration got got hard for him at, after a while. Jose Vega, good coach, just not good at making adjustments. Oh, he's good at making – the thing that, that Billy Donovan has always struggled with is random defenses, random randomness on the defensive end, meaning that there are times where the Toronto Raptors were immediately double-teamed. There are times where they would bring the double-team more slowly. There are times where they wouldn't, right? They wouldn't double-team. And I think the fact that that randomness, it always – it this goes back to the finals that OKC was in. Anytime you do random shit on defense, Billy Donovan doesn't know what to do. He doesn't. <laughs> Lanzo Beans, this is hilarious. This may be frustrating, but let's look at the positive. Levine, Drummond, and Lonzo playing healthy in the future will get us wins in these types of games. We as a fan base just need to be patient. Well, I mean, it's hard to be patient for health for players. What that it seems like it it's always something with health on this team. Like I can I can say that as a Bulls fan, right? I can understand why a lot of Bulls fans are hesitant, and it's hard for them to be patient because it seems like it's always something injury wise with this team. But to your point, to to, to your credit, Lonzo's not coming back for any time soon. Right, so I'm not looking for Lonzo Ball to be back anytime soon, and that's cool. But Drummond, we do need Drummond out there. Games like this, you feel, you feel it. You feel that Drummond wasn't out there, and it and it hurts. It hurts the team. There are several coaches on the bench, not just Billy, but Billy is a college coach. Has to be more accountable since the defense is common in a high school ball game and college ball game. It's just, hey man, it's it's crazy out there. If they run the same play successfully tomorrow, I'm blaming Billy Gum for sure. That's funny. That's funny. Who is Lonzo? You mean Lonzo? Uh, the Bulls did okay. They have to memorize routes when DeMar DeRozan gets a double team to stop his dribble. Zach Levine. Levine? Who's, who's Levine? We don't have a Levine on this team. Has to catch it. Did you, did you watch the game? Because Zach wasn't out there. So saying what Zach needs to do is irrelevant in this game. I'm the only person freaking out when AC. No, you're not. Because, like, AC is, like, he's... He is that shit is not good for him right now. Like anytime he shoots, is bad. Drogic got booed to oblivion, but he had a great game. Hey, listen, I'd be pissed off. Lan Lanzo Ball and Levine. That is <laughs> Zeke Levine. <laughs> is this what we doing? That is hilarious. Do you think Zach Levine will be an all-star this year, even though he has to take management day? Oh, listen. He has to play much better when he does play to be an all-star. And I, Zach Levine, as much as I love Zach, as much as I still believe in Zach, and I do think when Zach Levine is fully healthy, he's going to be a bad, bad man out there on the court. But he got to play much better to be an all-star this season. Much better to be an all-star this season. And you already know, there's going to be Bulls fans. Uh, well, um, the, the, the Chicago Bulls gave Zach Levine $210 million, and he's not an all-star. What are they doing? You know there's going to be those Bulls fans, absolutely. 
It's going to be hilarious to see. It's going to be hilarious to see. Oh, my God. Zach Levine's not an all-star getting paid $200 million. Oh, no. That's my voice for whining Bulls fans, man. <laughs> oh, man. That shit's hilarious, bro. Marco. Marco. <laughs> Y'all are killing it with the spelling today. Oh, man. <laughs> All-star don't mean shit. Uh, I find it funny that people are talking shit about AC now, but they're going to be on his nuts when he shuts down either Jamal Murray, one of the top point guards. Well, the thing is, is that w w when you need Caruso to shoot, he should be able to shoot. Like, all jokes aside, and as many of them was open, did we expect him to be a perfect shooter? No, but he's turning into a liability shooting-wise, and that's the issue. Oh, Corden, you must have not been at the last post-game show, bro. I, I was using that voice to imitate the Bulls fans who were whining, and it's staying around, bro. It's definitely staying around. <laughs> Hayes, do you feel like we can use another solid big man and shooter like Carmelo or Boogie Cut? Check the video today. I've been talking about that very, very regularly. Oh, man. Okay, not going to live. DeMar DeRozan can, can be DeMar DeFrozen sometimes, not going to lie. Um... I mean, any player can be technically, but DeMar wasn't frozen this game. He got double teamed and he didn't get help from anybody else. Nobody else really stepped up to consistently help DeMar when he was double teamed, except Nikola Vucevic down the stretch of this game. Oh, Walter. You're Chicago Bulls fans. You suck real bad. Suck real bad. Same, we said the same thing to your mama, but it's okay. You know, there's other things to do, bro. Like, I swear to God, bro, I promise you. I promise you. You will not find your long-lost father in this chat. It's not going to happen, bro. I apologize that your mom decided to bring you into this world instead of swallowing you. I know that that got to be painful for you. I understand that, bro. But, you know, it is what it is, man. You all got to deal with it one step at a time. Um, I feel like there's therapy that can help you. There's a lot of resources out there. There are some free resources as well. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, Walter, listen, we can get you the help that you need, bro. We can get you the help that you need. Demar will adjust in, in tomorrow's game. Oh, for sure. Especially having Zach out there. If he's out there, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna change a lot. Uh, Hayes, if you were the front office, how much would you pay uh, Vooch? The way Vooch is playing this season, uh, being you know more focused and giving better effort on the defensive end, um, I, 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 12, 12 to 13, 12 to fourteen, I would say probably, probably gonna happen. Now I wouldn't give it a long term deal. Probably give him a two plus one. Um, but yeah. That's probably what I'd give him with the way he's playing right now. Summer low. No, what? This should have been an easy win. An easy win? Do you know the like? Do you know basketball? See, this is the thing when another people as well who try to talk basketball. Oh, they're missing their their a just because he's their highest scorer doesn't mean he's their best player. But with that being said, uh, they were missing their highest scorer. We were also missing Zach Levine and one of our better bench players. But when you that's why matchups in the NBA are important. When you have a bunch of six four people out there playing against a lot of six seven six eight six nine guys with seven feet wingspans, nothing's going to be an easy win like that. Walter Mahone is a name that is just forgettable, like a Cleveland vacation. <laughs> oh, man, I love when people stumble in this chat and that people literally, we give them the business. Uh, uh, greatest thing about Vooch is he stays healthy and plays all of our games. He's earned a nice payday for that alone. I mean, and he's improved this season. Flat out, he's improved this season. And he's been way more clutch this season. Uh, whose minutes would you cut to get more Terry hypothetically? 
I really don't know, bro. Like, because almost everybody who's played and has gets significant minutes on this team has a different role and brings something different. I mean, when you look at Daylon Terry, ideally what he would bring is similar to what Derrick Jones Jr. is bringing. Energy, activity. Uh, he's not the shot blocker or protecting protector Derrick Jones Jr. is, but he's a better still. He gets better in the passing lanes. He's better energy that way. But, I mean, if Kobe keeps playing badly once everybody's back, I can see him taking some minutes from Kobe. But even then, I think those minutes are going to go more towards uh, Gorn before they go to Dalen, in my opinion. Oh, it's going to be even worse. It's going to be even worse with New Orleans. Like, that's going to be ridiculous when it comes to New Orleans. Do you think the Bucs are going to make the finals? Way too early to tell, brother. Way too early to even make that call. I don't do the – I don't. I try not to do the knee-jerk reaction he calls – um, that's just not what I do. I don't do that for my own team. I don't do that for any team um, because it, it just it takes time. Right. You, you got to see how things go. And they look great right now. But that doesn't mean they're going to look the same way going into the playoffs. Uh, I'd rather start Javante. J wait, John, John T. Jav Javni. Who's that? <laughs> Come on, man. Over P-Dub. No offense. But Javante been playing good off the bench. He played aggressive only lately. Keep in mind, they both suck to start the season. And Patrick Williams has been playing better, especially in games like this. Having Javante out there, as you saw, he didn't get how many how many rebounds did Javante Green get this game? Three rebounds. No, nah, man. I think Javante's good where he is. Playing 21 minutes a game is good for him. Oh, yeah. Pat will get a 30-point game in here before the break for sure. There's going to be some random game leading into the break where Zach Levine and DeMar sit. And uh, another team sitting their people as well because like it's like the the literally the game before the All Star break and people is gonna go off for thirty. <laughs> Jeff Tays the third Javante of the five. That's funny. Oh man, Alana's been on one today. Alana is on fire today. I don't know what she got into, but Alana's been on fire today. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. The Bulls don't have the assets to trade for Katie. I broke this down in several videos. It's not going to happen, brother. Not going to happen. I mean, yeah, there's certain times to strategies point. Javante plays with Lenny, but he's just too short to guard bigger guys. I wouldn't say that. He's He does pretty good guarding people down the stretch. I don't think the guarding the people is not the issue. It's the boxing out. When you get into a game where it's close and rebounds and, and the other team's getting active on rebounds, that's where the length bothers Javante. Are there, or you have shot blockers either. That's always going to bother Javante. But guarding people one-on-one, -on -one, I don't necessarily think that's his, that's his issue. I think he can guard anybody. Corner three in the building says, have a great night, everyone. I'll be waiting on the next Bull Central and NBA Central videos. You already know we dropping that heat, brother. Dropping that heat. Io Desumu. Did you just want to say, oh, oh, I. <laughs> Are we just trying to misspell everybody's name now? How we, They're not cutting him. That's not going to happen. You're not going to cut Kyrie. They're going to try to trade Kyrie if they do move on. They're not going to. And signing, no, we don't need Kyrie. I mean, listen, I love adding as much talent as possible, but the Bulls aren't going to add Kyrie Irving to the, their deepest position already. It's not going to happen. Walter really left, huh? Walter was, he didn't he didn't realize what he was stepping into. When you step into the Chicago Bulls Central uh, live stream, you got to know that not only am I going to fire people up, but this chat is full of savages that are going to flame you just as bad as I do. Hey, he's going to continue to let the Kanye boys do your shorts on NBA Central that De'Aaron Fox clip was amazing. Hey, listen, uh, uh, the Kanye boys got full reign to do whatever they want to over there. They are managers of that channel as well. They got access to drop videos when they want to. They got access to drop shorts when they want to. Everything you see from them is from them. We don't. We ain't got to rehearse it first. They ain't got to ask for permission. Them boys over there putting in work is all I can say. They putting in work. I think they've dropped more videos over there this week than I have.
I'm putting in work. And their discussion on the Warriors, the What's Wrong with the Warriors video by the Cognac Boys over on NBA Central, I think is the best video on the channel so far. Realistically, why they haven't cut Bradley yet. Honestly, I think it's because that they're waiting on the buyout market. I think that the Bulls may ride this all the way out into the buyout market to then really evaluate what's coming down the pipeline that they'll be interested in adding to this team. Strategies. Tonight, nobody boxed out any Raptors players. Been a lot of offensive rebounds for Toronto too much. Well, no, they tried to box him out. The length just got too much. Like, they were literally pulling rebounds down over Chicago Bulls players that were in position to box out. Courtney James, I already talked about this earlier, but no. No, I did not. I do not think that he coached a really good game. Shy Bulls podcast, you already know, fam. Listen, I'm telling y'all, they got the best video on the NBA Central channel so far. I literally watched that, and I forgot that I was involved in the damn channel. I'm liking it and shit. Uh, they got the best video on the channel yet. It was a great discussion. <laughs> the, the, the kayak boys. <laughs> that is hilarious, bro. DJ Paul and Green are not good support for Vucevic. Before this season stayed, I need the Bulls need the Bulls in the play and Bulls should trade Paul. No, that's stupid. Sorry, that's dumb. That's that's really stupid. Um, sorry, and I don't mean to like. I'm not calling that like no. Telling you that's dumb. To give up Paul Cruz and Kobe White for Draymond is literally the one of the stupidest trade ideas I've seen. And and Pete Will is growing into a nice compliment next to Vooch. When you look at Pete Will's stat line today, seven rebounds, one assist, two blocks, and thirteen points. When you look at the combination between your starting power forward and your starting center, you have 31 points, 19 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 blocks, and only 4 turnovers from the two of them combined. That is a nice output from your starting 4 and your starting 5, especially when usually they're going to be 3rd and 5th on the offensive pecking order. P. Will is growing into a nice power forward. He's developing that confidence. Hello, hey, Like, bro, like, literally... And keep in mind, like, y'all know I was fucking with the Kanye boys before we ever did anything officially together. Outside of them appearing on a, on a post-game show, like, literally, I be in awe watching them sometimes. That's why I love that they get to cook, bro. Like, sometimes, like, C-Dub and Bobby get to cooking, and it's just like, hey, man, these motherfuckers should be blown the fuck up. <laughs> imagine imagine we suggested we trade people for fucking Draymond. That's crazy, bro. That's wild. Ch chasing dreams. Uh, Draymond old. Why would you trade for him? That's crazy, bro. That's that's a that's a wild, wild statement. I give people about four more games before he starts averaging 16 and six and 1.5 blocks. I mean, listen, the way that people are starting to put it together, um, the confidence is there. Like the confidence is there. He just needs to start hitting the shots at a better clip. Um, but the confidence is there, and he's playing with the activity, too. When you look at, like, the putbacks he had today, the, the one dribble up for a dunk hard in traffic, like, yeah, those type of things, he's played good. Bro, fam, listen, the fact that Bobby Porters is on the MVP candidate list is bananas right now, fam. That's crazy. I'm actually thinking of players the best to add if Bradley Biled is in play. I'm thinking of Belicia. Don't know who the hell that is. I'm sure you probably misspelled the name, and I'm not trying to crack jokes on you, but, yeah, I don't know what that is off the top of my head. Um, P. Will is, is – no, I think those – so I've said this before, too. Those Kawhi Leonard comparisons, he's not going to hit. Like, unless he – but he could very well still hit a, Lu, a prime Luau Dang. And I think P. Will turning into prime Luau Dang, a two-way player that can get you 16 to 17 points, seven to eight rebounds per game and about five assists, that's solid. That's solid. I'm not turning my neck at that, especially he adds flexibility in how you build out the rest of the team. But I just I, I don't know if Kawhi, if he hits those Kawhi Leonard comparisons. I don't know if he does that anymore. 
Well, that would be too much. I will say this. I wouldn't mind Maxi Kleber being on the team at all. Casual, hey, come on now. Everybody knows I'm far from a casual, bro. Please stop. Don't do, try that shit somewhere else, fam. Please stop. Don't, you got the bulls in you. Please don't make me flame you. Don't make me flame you. Show respect. Don't come in here disrespected. Wow. Alana says he looks like a crack addict? Wow. Oh, Belicia. Uh, I know who you're talking about. That's not how you spell it, but I know who you're talking about. Oh, I listen. The, the what the Bears showed in their offense today was what I needed to see. Chris, you just saying stuff now, bro. You about to get in timeout. What the fuck you talking about, bro? Uh, Super chat. No Japanese whiskey after two losses today. Nah, fam. Nah, not today. Not today. Oh, I'm shitting you, bro. Uh, if you knew, I've been here for a while. But uh, Belicia is the big dude that played for the Warriors. No, I once somebody spelled it right. I actually knew. Actually, y'all are casual. He's been playing overseas now. So that most of the foreign players go back and play overseas. To play for, he got $4 million in EuroLeague? That's big. That's big. Bulls are in the danger zone. Not bad enough to be lottery. Not good enough to be in the play. Oh, listen, shut up. We don't know. It's way too early in the season. And there's a, and again, there's way too early to say that just because of how things are shaping up in the standings. The, the difference between number three right now in the East to number 10 in the East is two and a half games. It's Everything is way too close to say what anybody's going to be. Anybody who's trying to say, oh, the Bulls are going to be this when they have been playing without one of their key players for about half the games and been, been missing Andre Drummond? Come on, you got to stop that. You got to stop that. But all right, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and shut this down. We're going to go ahead and get ready to go live over on Locked on Bulls. So be in the tuned in for that. We'll probably be live over there within the next 10 minutes. Um, I appreciate you guys so much. As always, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. We're trying to get to our uh, 10,000 subscriber mark by my birthday, which is December 5th. We are pushing closer and closer to that. we got a lot to do to get there. But if you're watching this video and you're not subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for me. Uh, we are right now at 9,153. Um, so we're... Do the math. Uh, 847 away from our goal. So let's get to that goal. Make sure you guys are there to support it. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform that we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail for our weekend mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. See you red, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break, Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.